0: 100 weeks of tailgates this is episode 143 and we are powered by our friends at guns up nation first off want to wish our guy dustin a happy birthday uh so dustin shout out to you man happy birthday hope you had a good one i know it's a tuesday i know it's in the middle of your like first week of school
1: thank you thank you it's been a busy busy birthday busy birthday week you know we celebrated you last weekend and Rolled in the first week of school and still some work at the gym, and still got this going on. So, wouldn't forget about you guys.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, If you didn't catch what Dustin said, uh, I got engaged last week. So, that's the big news uh, coming from my side of this podcast. Your boy is uh, officially engaged, uh, proposed on my trip out to California last week. So, uh, some big days for the both of us. Also have a really fun and exciting episode for you guys this week. Last week we had RC Maxfield on to talk about the Texas Tech offense. Well, this time we have another friend of the show returning to talk about the defensive side of the ball, the side he's very familiar with, and that's our friend Keenan Ward. Uh, So we're looking forward to that interview, but before we get into it, you got to make sure you are following us on Apple and Spotify, giving us those five-star ratings, and also if you listen to us on Apple, hitting us with that review. We got a new review last week, so that's cool. Uh, So shout out to whoever did that. Also, make sure you're following our social media accounts. Follow us on Twitter at telgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. We have a YouTube channel as well where we post videos from each week. This week, we'll be posting the full interview with Kenan, so you can catch that there. Uh, plus, any little clips and things that we might want to make, uh, we all post that to the YouTube channel. And also, any questions, comments, or anything to add to the tailgate, you can email email us at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. So, with all of that said, let's get into this week's tailgate.
1: We're going to start this thing off right. Radio!
0: Man, I've been waiting all my life to do that everybody before we get to the Keenan interview wanted to make sure you guys are all aware if you've been following us listening to our podcast following our YouTube channel following us on social media we've been posting about our uh, tailgate crashers kind of initiative that we're doing this season which is where we are coming out to your tailgates we are trying to find the every fan tailgate not your typical you know kind of commercialized business corporate tailgates but your fans who have been out tailgating at the same spot for 20 years or friends who've got together the last few years and got a tailgate spot. We're trying to recognize you guys this season uh, and we want tailgate talks to come to you. So in order to do that, you've got to shout out your tailgate or your friends tailgates. You got to let us know who knows how to throw it down on game day. And week one is approaching us very quickly, Murray state. And so we want to find some tailgates. We want to come out, uh, eat that food that you're cooking out, beat you in cornhole, drink some beers with you, and most importantly, just kind of get to know Tech fans through one of our favorite things of the football season, which is tailgating. And we think it's a really cool idea. We're really excited about it. We're really looking forward to getting to know uh, Tech fans in this kind of unique way. After all, we are tailgate talks and trying to take advantage of our brand and use that to to kind of make a name for ourselves a little bit this football season, but also shout out you guys, you know, whatever tailgates we'll be at, you'll be on our podcast the following week. We'll be asking you questions, getting to know you guys, and giving you a chance to to shine and shine some light on these awesome tailgates that we know are happy, happening every single home game. So uh, Dustin, anything that you want to add on this week as Murray State and that first tailgate is right around the corner.
1: Yeah, let us know where you want us to go. We'll go pretty much anywhere on campus or nearby. I mean, we're not going to go to halfway in the middle of town or somewhere random like that, someone's house. We're trying to get on campus and around the stadium. But we're done. I'll beat you in any game you got. So let's go cornhole, washers, whatever you want to set up. I'll come beat you at it. We'll film it. We'll take some pictures, drink some beers, have some fun.
0: Yes, a challenge uh, hopefully accepted by you guys. Yeah. We're down to challenge y'all in anything. If you beat us, we'll probably have a prize for you, but you know, you're probably not going to beat us. So don't worry about that. But yeah, tailgates all around the stadium. Uh, I don't know about you, but I don't really feel cool about tailgates that happen on the other side of town. Seems kind of weird that you would have, you know, a tailgate, uh, maybe on, you know, South loop and slide something (laughs) like that. But, um, but yeah, we're super looking forward to this. We're ready for week one, ready to come crash some tailgates. So Email us at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. You know, hit us up on our DMs on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, any social media. Also, you know, shout out Guns Up Nation on that, too. They're going to be posting. They're going to be helping us out. So any of that is going to help get you involved. We're looking for, um, you know, one to two tailgates a week uh, to come out and crash. So uh, just pay attention. Look at our posts. We'll be tweeting instagram facebooking about it several times over the next few weeks so there's plenty of chances to get involved and remember this is a season thing so if we don't get you in week one uh, there's a chance for houston texas several games this year for us to come out and check out your tailgate so all of that said now we've got our guy Keenan Ward joining us once again on the tailgate looking forward to talking about a little texas tech defense with our guy all right well we want to welcome back friend of the show now a guy that we're kind of working with as part of guns up nation our friend keenan ward he comes back we're talking about the defense today but before we get into the texas tech defense uh it was announced when the same day as our podcast announced joining guns up nation it was announced that keenan ward is also joining guns up nation so that was a pretty exciting day uh for us to to know that a friend of the show is going to be joining as well so to start off how you doing tonight and then just tell us a little bit about your new role here at guns up nation
2: yeah well first man thanks for having me on y'all are a good time i'm actually so excited that we're all part of guns up nation yeah, now that was really cool was super cool. excited so cool man so cool but no dude just hanging out tonight just put little man down to bed there you go. i was looking forward to the pod but yeah, as far as Guns Up Nation, so I'm officially a partner and a director of athletics. So what that entails is my relationships are still longstanding with the program. Uh, I have a good name, you know, in the, in the facility, I can go watch any practice I want. Uh, the coaches embrace it. They want me to come back. And uh, we just saw a lot of value there, the guys with Guns Up Nation, right? So, you know, we're looking to start doing a bunch of player pods and coach coaching pods uh, you know, bringing on former guys like, you know, Bradley Marquez, Jason tomorrow eventually Patrick, you know, stuff like that. That's just, I just have connections to So uh, we saw a mutual benefit there and uh, it was almost, it almost made too much sense for me not to, to not to do it. You know, I had, like, it was just right there in my face, Uh great opportunity for me as a realtor, right? just to keep pushing my brand while doing what I love, talking tech sports. So it was a no brainer
0: yeah, you kind of get the best of both worlds with that. Uh, yeah, Yeah. that was, like you said, it was really exciting, you know, to, for us to join and then to see you join later that day. Um, you know, it was really cool. Uh, we already kind of have a relationship building here. So, uh, excited for you, man. That's really cool. Uh, another really cool thing for Texas tech, uh, if you weren't paying attention to social media over the last few days, uh, Patrick Mahomes, your friend, uh, is a, going to be inducted into the Texas Tech Hall of Fame and the Ring of Honor. They posted a little video uh, to, you know, shout out to Texas Tech Nation. And then they also surprised him after his preseason game at Chiefs Stadium. The video gave pretty much every single Tech fan chills, I'm sure, of it. So let's yeah. kick it over to you, Keenan. Uh, what were your thoughts on Mahomes and, and this and what it means for him and just kind of how you're feeling as a, as a friend of his and someone who got to play with him?
2: Yeah. Well, first it was, it was well-deserved, you know, yep. I don't think anyone, anyone questioned it. Um, but yeah, he was super excited. He was completely caught by surprise. He I thought it was he just has, like, uh, I like a, he a, a, a he had, no, he said he had no idea. He, he thought it was like a post-practice like meet and greet on the field at Arrowhead Damn. walked out and the first guy he sees is Kirby and geo and the guys. And I think Womble was there, but, it was cool having that video, having him getting to see his dad, which Pat senior doesn't say much. So getting, getting to hear Pat senior compliment Pat and his mom and, you know, his trainer, uh, that was just super cool. And he can't wait to get down here. And man, he's super honored and uh, super blessed. And yeah, he's super excited for sure.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, I think it's Baylor weekend, right? That they are uh, officially announcing him as he has a bye game that week. And so, uh, we are yeah. all looking forward to that, Dustin. Real quick, wanted to give you an opportunity to to you know say what you thought about Mahomes in this in this honor for him.
1: Yeah, of course, we knew it was going to happen at some point. We probably didn't expect it this soon after his college career ended. Yeah. I mean, but at this point, like you've seen this with the Hall of Fame guys and other college dudes, like might as well just get him in if you know it's going to happen. Like you know yeah. the guy, how he was yeah. here is such a great athlete and talent. And then what he's been as like an ambassador since he's been in the NFL and on the Chiefs and trying to give him back and always repping Texas Tech. And even in the Chiefs Stadium, we got Texas Tech stuff in there. So it's, oh, every, it's really everywhere. Cool what he's done yeah. in the last handful of years, past, uh, post Texas Tech.
2: Yeah. What's Lubbock, Lubbock like, South Kansas City, essentially, pretty much at this but point? I
1: was going to ask you, did they cut you out of the video? Where was your part?
2: Man, I I guess so. I guess I was on the back end (laughs) of it, and they just had to cut it short. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah. As
2: long as long as I get those tickets, you know, the Arrowhead Box (laughs) tickets, I'm good, bro. Keep me out of it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're you're not gonna miss out on the part that everybody's gonna be jealous of. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, my personal thoughts. I thought it was awesome. Uh, Everything that he's done in his professional career, he has always rep tech. He was there at the Final Four. He's always been a huge advocate of this university. And I think, yeah, you kind of have to recognize a guy who's achieved what he has in his professional career. Um, Kids grow up loving this dude uh guys our age love this dude guys who are my dad's age love this dude (laughs) like he's generational talent um he's probably the best the most talented quarterback that'll ever come through texas tech so yeah yeah, it makes sense i know there's like rules and stuff for the ring of honor um but i think yeah you break those
2: for yeah um, yeah you make you make it you make it right especially you know like we said what everything he's done for the program I um, mean, you go to Arrowhead and you're like, "Dang, is this is this Jones AT and T?" Like, it, it feels the same, and he, that's all him. Like, he he reps tech to the fullest, and no one's more deserving, you know? Yeah, it would feel it would feel really
0: awkward to not have him in that. Like, it would just not <laughs> be right. So, yeah, uh, so you know, we're all going to be looking forward to that day, uh, to that Baylor game when we get to see him in the Jones. It's going to be a crazy, crazy atmosphere. Yeah. It's going to get loud. So, hey,
2: what's up? What's up with Pat coming back for all the Baylor games? Just, I know, right? I know that the, the 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 football side. It just kind of worked out that way. But basketball, the Baylor game, football, yeah. Baylor, whatever.
0: Oh, I, I'm I'm good with it. I you know we got to build this We Baylor need that juice. We need that extra juice.
2: Oh yeah, it was already going to be rocking for the Baylor game. You know, with our with our coaching staff, but it'll be extra lit for sure.
0: Oh yeah, so looking forward to that. Some other news that dropped uh, over the weekend is that we do have a QB one now. We know who's going to be starting for us. It was. Kind of speculated, uh, but Tyler Shuck gets the nod as QB one. So, uh Keenan, your thoughts on Tyler Shuck earning uh, that QB one spot? We know it was a very competitive battle between three yeah. guys who are qualified for that role. So, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, dude. Yeah, all three guys are studs. You know, going back, I went to probably five or six practices during the spring. Been to both practices during the fall, or both during the fall, and they can all three ball. And it's a good spot to be in. But uh, you know, you kind of hear the 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 vocal part of it, the leadership on the field at practice. You kind of Chuck just kind of stood out, and we call, we all kind of knew, even the staff. You know, they kind of right. hinted at it. I think we always knew Chuck was a guy, but the competition was tight, and that's just credit to the two studs we have behind him. But man, Chuck, I'm I'm super pleased with it. He's gonna he's gonna do crazy stuff with Kitley's offense and our multiple offensive packages, and if he can stay healthy, he's he's in for a big year for sure.
0: Yeah, I know. Me and Dustin are excited for that. We've we've talked about you know the offense and kind of broken all that down. So not gonna you know re rerun that stuff, but wanted to yeah. get your thoughts on that. Uh, but we brought you on here to talk about defense. We, um, you know, you know more about defense than the both of us combined. Uh, we want your expertise on that. And so yeah. you know, last time we talked to you, man, we were heading into the Wells, you know, the last season of the Wells era. Uh, you know, people were kind of excited, kind of skeptical, and now we all know how that turns out. Now yeah. enter Joey McGuire, a whole new era of Texas Tech football. So the start, it seems like your relationships have been good with this coaching staff moving forward. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on Joey McGuire and this season that's just under two weeks away from getting kicked off?
2: Yeah, man. First off, this this coaching staff is is electric. You know, any practice I go to, I'm like, damn, I wish I could have played for these guys. <laughs> you just – you, you feel that energy, and I feel like – Uh, you know the staff that we have is going to is going to make a difference you know in a game or two that you know could have gone either way I feel like our coaching staff is really going to you know seal the deal for us you know in a couple tight games but just yeah like like Fitch that dude does not take anything less than perfect from his D-line so we've talked about you know obviously we got Bradford we've got Hutchings and we've got Tyree Wilson but uh, I mean he's pushing these young guys man and I'm not really worried about our five and six because I know Fitch is not going to put a product on the field that isn't ready to go. So I know that's a big concern, our D-line, but right. just seeing the way he pushes those guys, uh, whoever goes on that field, they're going to be ready. But uh, it, And it helps having those three studs, those three three seniors lead the pack for sure. But, uh, yeah, dude, just super, super uh, deep this year on the defensive side. A lot of experience, a lot of seniors, and it, we're, we're going to yeah. see it for sure. Yeah.
0: That's really exciting to hear. Uh, one of the things that was a big topic of our conversation last season was Keith Patterson and the consistency on the defensive side of the ball of having mm-hmm. like a coach who's actually been there for some time. Well, yeah. enter a new coaching staff, enter a new defensive coordinator, and Tim DeRuiter enters his first season as our defensive coordinator, but he comes yeah. with – a lot of experience. He was yeah, a head coach at Fresno State. He's been a DC at AM, Oregon, most recently, and then Cal on top of that. So, uh, your thoughts on Tim DeRooter so far, and kind of what you think he brings to this defense?
2: So I just I love his uh mean, He's all about going to get the ball on third down. He's yeah. uh he doesn't put a lot of pressure on his on his defensive backs to, to make tackles. He kind of tries to funnel everything to his linebackers. You know the Von Millers the some of the guys he coached, I mean, that's,
0: yeah. they got a lot of tackles.
2: They got better. Yeah, they got better through his defense. And, yeah, I, I love the 3-4. I love that he likes to bring a lot of pressure. Uh, you're going to see a lot of crazy things between, uh, obviously, our two middle linebackers. So, Merriweather, vet, and then we have Josiah Pierre. But, uh, Kosai Eldridge, number six, is kind of our hybrid guy who, in a lot of defenses, could have played safety, probably would be playing safety. But uh, he's just—he's got the size and the speed, and we plug him into these linebacker spots, and he he flourishes because he's just a lot faster. So he definitely he has a good eye for for where he can put his best players, and and you just got to respect that, you know, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dustin, your thoughts on Tim Deruder and kind of what you're looking forward to with him this season?
1: Yeah, I like what he brings experience-wise, and especially being a former head coach. I you know Coach McGuire has yeah. praised him as being. Like he has familiarity with him just being a coach, but he also likes having a former head coach that he can go to. Hey, am I leading? Yeah. Am I doing this the right way? Like, put your head coaching, you know, hat on and help me out real quick, and then go back to being my DC. So I think that's a great utility to have for Coach McGuire. Um, you know, kind of getting into this newish kind of role at this level, and so I'm excited to see what he brings. And we're going back to that kind of three-three-five look that we tried once upon a time, um, Cliff (laughs) Days. Uh, But I think with this group that we have, and especially like our D-backs being a lot of veterans coming back, I think this, that system will help them a lot. And like it all fits together. Like Keenan said, we have a lot of veteran guys and he's going to get guys in the right spot. And so I think that versatility of his defense will definitely help us out also.
2: Yeah. Like seriously guys, I think like, our diamond quarter packages are going to be our, our most talented defenses because yeah, we, have, we have eight or nine DBs who can go and they're super athletic right. and their ball skills are insane. and dude, like it, It's fun to see for yeah. sure.
0: So I guess one of the things I was kind of curious about, you know, one of the things last season that was talked about a lot was that three front <laughs> yeah. and kind of our inability to really deviate from mm-hmm. that if it wasn't working. Um, Are there things from coach DeRuiter that you're thinking are going to be a little different uh, this year than maybe things that we've seen in the past with Keith Patterson and and maybe some flexibility on things if it's, if it's not working maybe to adjust.
2: Yeah. So I think, you know, DeRuiter is very experienced and I don't think he's too prideful. You know, if something's not working, he, I've I've seen him like, you know, he's, he is a three down front type of guy, but he knows if, if we're not getting pressure, we've got to send something off the edge or, get get versatile with our linebackers and get pressure like he's going to get pressure and if he doesn't he'll find a way we won't be in that three three five or three four like we'll we'll make the the proper adjustments right. and it's just man i just hats off to him for for putting the pride aside and, and doing the right thing when when it's needed
0: yeah i i mean i don't want to criticize keith patterson a whole lot because i know like there's yeah. um um interesting you know he, I, I think his defense was able to hold up at times but i'm going to kick it over to dustin right quick because he does have some defensive stats for us last season before we start kind of going yeah. down position by position here
2: mm-hmm. yeah. So i
1: just wanted to recap last year and look into defense and it's not great <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like like yeah. looking the stuff yeah. up it hurt my eyes um I mean, we were eighth in the big 12 overall 33 yeah. points a game 422 yards Almost every category you look at, we're about eighth, ninth, or 10th. And I mean, we gave up a couple of interesting things. We had the most defensive plays by any other big 12 team by a good margin. We had almost had 973 plays, like almost a yeah. thousand plays. Those guys. I don't know what's yeah. the average um, I know the run game wasn't bad, but like we had those games like TCU and Texas where we got absolutely gashed. gashed. And like, <laughs> that was our yeah. best unit was the run defense. You know, to have two games like that is just yeah. you know, glaring. Uh, but the pass defense was pretty awful. They gave up the most yards in the Big 12 at 270. They have the most passing touchdowns at 34. Yeah. And Kansas was second last with 27. We gave up seven more than them. <laughs> I mean, We were, yeah. only had 21 sacks, and that's eighth. Um, and we gave up Here's another couple interesting things. We gave up the most first downs by quite a big margin, and we were worst on third down and fourth down in the Big Twelve. You
2: can't win with it.
1: Yeah, a lot of a lot of eighth, tenth place finishes for that yeah. that group last year. And I know some of it was, you know, we didn't get pressured, and then we had some uh, defensive backs get hurt. Um, but then the other thing yeah. is. You, you lost your top yeah. two guys from that defense last yeah. year that were pretty good ballers in, in Eric Monroe and Colin Schooler. So uh, thoughts, Keenan, on, on anything from last year, anything I pointed out or something else you
2: might Yeah, know? I, can, I know uh, for a fact we're still going to have the most plays on defense next year. Just by the way, Kidley operates, you know, we were, we we're by far had the most plays when I was playing, <laughs> same tree with Cliff and, and Kitley. But the difference is I think it just goes back to the depth you know that's what makes it fun when at you know at safety you, you know like you can go get that post full speed and your two can come in and you know keep things afloat for three or four plays so you need to get back in there but uh like i said dude patterson is emphasizing sacks like they did some upgrades to the locker room like as soon as you walk in it's like a leaderboard on sacks and i know i know like obviously yeah. the only way like only way is up because we were like 8 9 10th but like i think ve- I think it's going to be yes. substantially different as far as pressure, which in turn, I mean, you get pressure on the quarterback, things get easier for everybody. So um, it's just a different defense, different mindset, man. The stats last year were the stats, but fresh start, new new system, new players pretty much. Um, I think the players that we lost last year, they were studs. But uh, I like the youth that we have. I think uh, the guys that we have replacing, you know, Schooler and um, Monroe are – I say better, but faster, and we're definitely deeper. So, I mean, we, we have a lot more versatility, so I'm not really worried about the stats at all. I think we'll be fine,
0: yeah. And like Connie brought up there, new new Good. staff, new coach that brings new hope, that brings, that
2: yeah, brings, exactly.
0: That's brought on a whole new energy for tech fans. Like, we're looking at a completely new staff. Uh, who knows how this defense will be, but it starts up front in the trenches. You already touched on every it time a little bit, but probably one of my favorite hires. Is Zarnell Finch? Uh, I was listening Man. to the you know Big Twelve Media Days and uh Rabbit was saying that you know the coaches go and play lunch ball, and uh, and Zarnell Finch calls himself uh fat St- yeah. uh, fat curry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I love this guy. So yeah. you know, just touch on on Zarnell Finch a little bit more. You 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 kind of made
2: a point yeah. on him,
0: but touch on him and kind of what he brings to this defensive line, which I think right now is probably the most uh, questioned group. on Questionable.
2: The sure. Sure. No, but like I said, I, I trust Finch. Uh, he, he's just electric and you watch him coach and you feel the passion. And like I said, I wish I could have played for a coach as passionate as he is. Uh, he has a standard and whether you're a senior transfer, grad transfer, freshman. I mean, if he's going to put you on the field, you you got to live up to that standard or you're not going to play. Yeah. So uh, that, that makes me feel better. But also the three leaders that we have, man, they're studs. I mean, Tyree, dude, who knows, yeah. you know, potential first rounder. Yeah. And then you got, you got Bradford and Hutchings who are just, just vets, man. They do everything right. And they're good leaders. And that's only going to up the, up the bottom, you know, the four or five guys who are on the edge. That's just going to make their game, their game their game better. Yeah. Uh. But uh, Cole Cole's a transfer who who's really stood out. He's like the same size as Tyree. Like this, dude's a monster. So we've got some guys who who can play. We just got to figure out, you know, when it comes down to it, in between the whistles, who can do the right thing, fill the right gaps. But uh, like I said, I all all praise the Fitch. I know he's gonna put the right people in, and uh, he'll figure it out for sure.
0: Yeah, in his recent track record, he's been at TCU, and if you're familiar with TCU's defense, they've always had yeah. a really good defensive line. That's one of the things that they're running this Yeah,
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And so, uh, mm-hmm. Dustin, your your thoughts on on Coach Fitch? Uh, anything that yeah Tina didn't hit on?
1: He's been he's been electric and and like. He's all about what, like he's a quarterback hunter. Yeah, I what he that. calls him and those dudes. Yeah.
2: And,
1: uh, he's 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 brutal about it, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to go kill the quarterback. Let's go, bring some nasty. So that's NASA. the kind of mentality you need. And we talked about it kind of like our O line coach. Um, our, I like our D line coach to have that kind of aggressiveness too, and so that's that's good to have. And that energy's good. So I love, love it. it.
0: Yeah. So so Keenan, you're doing a good job of like touching on everything I'm going to do. But like the first thing on the defensive line that I think of is Jalen Hutchings and Tony Bradford. They've been here for a long time. What do they bring to this group that, you know, we can obviously tell the coaching staff they brought in the transfers. You got uh, Vital Scott, Miles Cole. Um, You've got a lot of young guys on this defensive line. Uh But what does it specifically mean to have two guys who are like super bought into Texas Tech who have been here for a long time? that are still here for you in this, you know, first season of the McGuire era.
2: Yeah, dude, I think it's just, that's the most valuable thing, you know, coaches are going to coach, but as a teammate, seeing, you know, these guys like Jalen and, and Bradford who put on the film are doing the right thing. Like they are the standard. Yeah. You, what you're watching You're as a freshman, you're watching them do the drills every single day. You're watching them fill the right gaps live. Like you see it and they're very vocal and uh, they, they have standards, too. And, I mean, as a coach, that, that's a blessing to have two guys that are just stamped, you know, you know, on the D, on the D front that can hold it down and, and show that they can, you know, series in and series out. So it's going to up the game. A uh, lot, lot of youth, but I feel like having these two guys is going to definitely up yeah. the game for all the young guys, for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about them. And, like, one of the cool things is is there, they seem as good as they are on the field. They seem like – better people off of it and that just like oh they're the the dudes you love rooting for and so it's been a privilege to get to watch them play for us for so many years Dustin your thoughts on on these two guys and and what your kind of expectations are for them
1: yeah I feel like the last like two years we've mentioned them like hey they're a big part of this d-line so our linebackers can do work (laughs) yeah I gotta do it again especially with our linebacking core like you know, we lost Schooler and Rico, so our linebacking core is probably the least experienced group out there. And so now we, for need sure, experienced D linemen like these two guys to to hold their own. Um, yeah, not let TCU and Texas gash us.
2: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. they got they got the biggest roles. You know, it starts up front. But I mean, I wouldn't, I couldn't handpick two better right. guys than, than Tony Bradford and Jalen Hutchins to, to set it set that front. So so I'm up. Feeling totally good about it.
0: So another guy, and we'll, we'll talk about him here. He's listed as an outside linebacker, um, but we know Tyree Wilson is going to be uh, causing havoc on Our all season. Yeah. This dude is an athletic specimen. Uh, if you saw the photos of media day, he just towers over everybody. And, you know, <laughs> some of those dudes are, was you know, Caleb Rogers, an offensive lineman. He's just, like, towering over these dudes. He yeah. looks yeah. Like he was created in a lab um has there, you know keenan in your opinion when was the last time like texas Techs had a defender kind of he's getting hype he's gotten like a little bit of you know first overall pick type buzz like when's the last time we've had somebody like that and what are your expectations for him this season
2: man i haven't seen a guy just bigger and faster than everybody since you know i mean Kerry, i played with Kerry hyder but he wasn't bigger or faster he was just found his way to the right. ball but yeah. like Pete Robertson, 2013, yeah. when he had 12 sacks, just one of those guys who has everything, has all the tools. Uh, dude, he's he's in for a big year. He's healthy. Uh, I feel good about. But like I said, like we were eighth ninth, tenth in sacks. I'm telling you, that's not gonna be the case. Yeah. This dude, this dude, with, when he's healthy, no one can stop him, at all, at all. And then I was watching, you know, Miles Cole, who I said is, dude, just as big as, as Tyree is. Um, I mean, once we get him going, I mean, it's going to be dangerous these two guys coming off the edge for sure.
0: Yeah, Dustin, I know you wanted to, to talk about Tyree here. Yeah, I mean, he's by far yeah. our, our number one dude out there. I
1: mean, yeah, we were eighth <laughs> in sacks, but he led the team in sacks. So, at least we're bringing him mm-hmm. back to, to keep padding on the, those stats. And, I mean, even back yeah. when we had – uh, Jordan Brooks, back like he was a first round draft pick, and he didn't have this much hype, you know. And he all. led the team by far and dominated as a linebacker, you know, that year that his senior year when he was here. But it's gonna be amazing Coach to see what this this defense can do with him. This coaching staff, because I know Coach McGuire has has kind of bragged about it, like we're gonna move him around. We don't want teams getting comfortable with where he's going to be. He's going to be moving all over the place, inside, outside, dropping into the flats every now and then. That'll be kind of fun to see that size out there. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I
1: bet they don't throw that swing pass to that little running back out there now.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I can I can see him right now just destroying like a slipstream <laughs> so or a bubble. Or, yeah, it's going to be havoc out there.
1: Uh, yeah. The versatility is yeah. going to be fun. and I just – yeah, the health is by far the thing. So, we can have him healthy. I mean, a lot of times when our – you mentioned a couple other guys like Pete and, and Kerry Hyder when we've had a, a sack guy, our defense obviously does better. And, I mean, you see that at every level.
2: Absolutely. Your secondary
1: loves having a guy that goes to get sacks. So, man, it, it, man. it's a domino effect. Absolutely. So, if he can he can ball out and cause havoc, we would love that.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I know – I mean, Patterson, like I said, I mean, he's, he's very multiple – He's got a lot of stuff, man. A lot of just a lot of a lot of different uh, approaches to get into the quarterback. So I, it's going to be fun to see how he opens up Tyree to get to the ball for sure.
0: Yeah, I think like offense for me, it's it's uh, Miles Price that I'm yeah. like really excited about. Defense, I think for me and I'm I mean, you almost every Red Raider, I think it's yeah. Tyree Wilson because we just haven't had a guy who's just like a play wrecker who can just by himself, just completely destroy an offensive play. And you saw that a few times last year, like especially right. in that Mississippi State game, he had a couple of plays where he just blew through and it was, you know, that play was dead for them. And so, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, de- that
2: definitely brings back memories, you know, Jakeem and Kiki, you know, yeah. we've always had, we've always had that slot. And for the past yeah, couple of years, it just, it's been absent, but he gives that same vibe for sure.
0: And so it's it's cool to have guys like that on both sides that you're just like oh my gosh like we we could have yeah. some special seasons from this yeah and who knows like he could legitimately play himself into a top ten pick. <laughs> yeah Keenan could you see that happening
2: <laughs> oh yeah dude Miles Price man you, I mean you go out and watch I'm, and
0: I'm talking Tyree
2: here oh Tyree or... yeah. yeah oh absolutely dude absolutely there's no reason you know obviously you know healthy you got to stay healthy but. If he if he plays, you know, all twelve games, I don't see why how he could not go first round. Cause I mean, he has all the tools.
0: So a couple other things on this defensive line right quick. We you did touch on it again before the youth on this defensive line. We one of the first things that you saw as soon as we hired McGuire, a lot of <laughs> a lot of the younger guys we're getting right now are either offensive line or defensive line. And so Devin. I think there's like four or five freshmen on this squad on that defensive line. So uh, from what you've seen at practice, your thoughts, like what are we going to be able to see from these younger guys uh, on this defensive line this year?
2: I think it's going to be a lot of plug and play. Obviously we're no, I mean, we're going to have the most snaps in the big 12, just the way our offense, you know, just the way they do things. Uh, So, I mean, like I said, having those two staples, three staples, three vets, uh, we'll see a lot of rotations within, you know, whether it's an end guy or it's a, a DT or it's a it's a nose. We'll see a lot of young guys kind of just – I doubt we'll ever see, you know, three freshmen in at once, but we'll see right. these guys, you know, re- rotating in with the staples around them to, you know, let the freshmen, you know, play free without having to worry about do- doing too much. But, uh, but yeah, I think we'll just see a bunch of, a bunch of rotations.
0: Well, Dustin, your thoughts on some of the freshmen that were – we're adding and and expectations on them this season.
1: Yeah. Just like kind of like you said, everything I'm hearing and reading is, you know, we have some depth, but we're going to need it. Like that's what you see all these top schools being able to do on is, is rotate their defensive front and, and not have a huge drop off. So having one or two guys that can fill in for some plays here and there, um, give these guys a breather and then back on that's, it's going to be, be clutch. So, hopefully they can fill in and it's good to hear like talking about miles Cole, like being a, being an animal. It's nice to yeah. hear, like some of these transfers and the young guys are, are making an impact already.
2: Yeah. We're going to, I mean, we're going to need it. I remember playing LSU in 15 and just watching, yeah. you know, watching their offense, even their O-line, D-line, like every three or four plays, these guys would do complete rotations. Yeah. Like, bro, it was, they didn't even run hurry up either. Like they took, you know, 25, 30 seconds off the clock. After every snap, and they were still rotating. And I was just thinking, like, that's the difference. Yeah. Yep. That's the difference. So obviously, you can see we knew coming in O line, D line, we're very, we're very slim. And McGuire and staff are addressing that because death is a key. Yeah. They've they
0: loaded up with transfers, a couple of transfers here. You've, you've talked about Miles Cole and kind of what you've seen out of him. Is it mm-hmm. Vidal Scott, Vidal Scott? I, I, I not sure exactly how you pronounce it, but he is another transfer who's coming in, who's yeah. who's
2: supposed to be a big transfer boy yeah.
0: plugging up that line.
2: Uh, you know, him and uh, is it Philip? Yeah, uh
0: bleedy. Yeah, I had him written down. Yeah, so
2: those, yeah, Bleady. those other
0: guys we haven't really been able to touch on yet. What what are you thinking uh, from them and, and their ability to also spell these guys like uh, Hutchings and Bradford out there?
2: Yeah, obviously they're getting they're not getting very much praise because the three staple. Right just kind of holding it down, but I mean, they're, they're, they're working hard. And like I said, I mean, Fitch is not going to put something out there. That's not going to represent, you know, the toughest, most physical hardworking team in the the country. Like he's just not going to do it. So, I mean, everybody's getting better. Uh, Obviously we're very thin. We got to stay healthy on the D line, but just know like those guys who aren't starting, they're ready to go because they have to be.
0: Yeah. And it's been impressive to just see what, the recruiting has done because, hey, like we got. It might be a little lack of depth on that right now at the start, but we're getting young guys in that are going to be able to fill in on the defensive line for years and years, and you're going to be able to build them yep. up and and that's just like something we've lacked in recruiting over these last few years is, is is Wells didn't really try to replenish those with young guys that you can build up, get into those you know strength and conditioning programs yeah. and, and and really build them out. Uh, so let's kind of move on to the linebackers here. Uh, mm-hmm. CJ IU and Josh Bookbinder lead the linebacking core as coaches. What have you kind of seen from them, and and what do you expect from them this season?
2: Well, yeah, we got what Meriwether, who's the old head. You know, he's he's definitely going to be our leading tackler, uh, but he he's the, he's a good leader. Uh, he's the oldest yeah. one on that on that on that group. Uh, then you got uh Pierre, uh, Josiah Pierre, number eight. He's had a great camp. I've seen this dude fly around, and he's just a ledger. He brings that energy that coaches want right. out of a player. Uh, and then you got the transfer from Virginia, uh, Wichita Falls Rider guy, Jacob Rodriguez, who made the transition in the spring to linebacker, who is
0: literally back.
2: dude been killing it, been killing. It. I've seen him go with the ones, twos. He's he's on special teams. I mean, he's just one of those. He, he's West Texas tough man, and he's he's going to get a lot of snaps because he earned it. He definitely earned it, and um, I'm excited to watch him play. always love the position swap, guys, because that just shows that we're football players and we can do it. Right. But, uh, yeah, and then, like I said, Kosai, uh, he's a guy who'd be playing safety anywhere else. But we're just so deep on that back end that we found a way to, to play him on the outside, and he's just – because he's, like, 240, you know, so right. he has yeah. a size to fill the A, B, C gap, but you just see Excellent. it like he, – he,
0: On the roster, he's a DB. (laughs) Like, apparently, like, Don Williams tweeted out today that he's going to be one of the starting outside
2: linebackers. Yeah, dude. He's definitely going to be a starting linebacker. And you can just tell, man, he's he's just a hybrid. Hybrid, and he's just faster than everybody up there. And it's fun to see. He flies around. I wouldn't be shocked if he threw four or five weeks he's leading in tackles. Damn.
0: Dang. So, yeah, so Dustin, uh, your kind of outside thoughts on this group, uh, Krishan Merriweather.
2: Mm -hmm. You know, we've had...
0: It's kind of crazy because, you know, people like to shit on our defense. and But we've had, like, some really solid linebackers over the years. Yep. Like, we've oh, just yeah. kind of been churning out linebackers. Uh, this year, Creshawn Merriweather is that guy, I think, for this crew. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts about him this
1: season? Yeah, that's kind of where I was going to go is it's nice to have a veteran linebacker that has kind of flown under the radar the last few years just because we've had really other good dudes. Yeah. And it's – Good for him, he can just go out and ball because he really has. And then he can learn from guys like Schooler and Rico Jeffers on what they're doing and how they're doing it on and off the field. And so for him to come into this season and take over that leadership role, is—I mm-hmm. mean, he's more more than ready for that. So that's kind of nice to have, you know, like you said, we've, we've kind of gotten used to having a yeah. solid veteran linebacker for the last more than handful of years uh, with – Jordan Brooks and Dakota Allen and so on and so forth. Like, it's it's nice that we just have another dude we can fill in. Hey, you're you're super senior this year. It's your time to shine, man. Go for it.
0: So, let's kind of talk about some of the other linebackers. Uh, Keenan did a good job of uh, naming some of them. Some of the mm-hmm. other ones we haven't talked about yet. Dimitri Moore, transfer. Yeah. He was at yeah. Vanderbilt. Uh, he's a guy who I think is uh, – he was beat out by Kosai on that – at that position, but he seems to be a guy who's going to be playing a lot of snaps. Typically, like M, you might lose the starting role, but you're still going to play a lot of defense.
2: Oh yeah. Um,
0: there's transfer Robert Wooten, who was from Virginia Tech, who mm-hmm. had to sit out last year. Who he's getting his first uh, kind of performance this year, and then we've got a freshman Ty Canna, who can, I, yeah. I've heard some good things about. He's made an All-Freshman list. So some of those guys, anybody I haven't. Touched on that you're you're really liking what you're seeing that you're hearing good things about that that we should be on the lookout for uh, at that linebacker crew.
2: Yeah, so here's the thing: like these guys are starters, but the way these this defense operates, right. man, it's going to be. I'm telling that's how it should be. You're going to see full swaps at linebacker, full swaps at D V and corner, safety and corner, and and uh, the the strong or what is it? What they call it? The star spur position, whatever. Right. But yeah, yeah.
1: Keep
2: up. it's just yeah, they're hybrid <laughs> different, position,
1: different dudes, in different yeah. technology now. <laughs> yeah,
2: but no, like all these linebackers can play. Dimitri Moore, I've seen him go with the ones, twos. He's on all special teams. He's gonna be one of our guys. Uh, he there's can gonna rap be getting... too. Yeah, and he can rap. And he can rap. Yeah, Mister Nil. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, dude. <laughs> like there'll be there'll be games where Dimitri will have you know lead us in tackles, just cause he, you know cause he's on. But, uh, yeah, like Ty Cannon, true freshman. Obviously, I've seen him on special teams making plays, playing very hard. Uh, he's got a lot of talent ahead of him, uh, but he's definitely going to get in. And when he's in, I'm, I'm confident that, you know, Bookbinder and, um, and staff are going to have him in the right position to make plays because it's not, it's not like a talent for sure. But, yeah, like I said, all these guys got to be ready to go. And we got a good group of, uh, of seniors, uh, transfers, and then some youth behind it to, to keep that foundation strong.
0: Yeah, Dustin, you have any of those guys that you're kind of interested in or wanna wanna point out?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I kept hearing everything about Dimitri Moore being such a big <laughs> such a big yeah. transfer all year, and so it's kind of nice to know Kosai Eldridge just kind of I don't know about came out of nowhere, but was was way more underwhelming as a transfer coming in than than Moore was, and so yeah. it's actually yeah. nice to hear that he has quote unquote beat him out. But like you said we just added another dude that's really good to rotate in and out. Exactly. Yeah. And then if, yeah. if you know, anybody does get hurt, we're not, you know, demoralized by it and, and so so down on it. Uh, yeah. So that's good to hear. Uh, back to uh, Jacob Rodriguez. What a freaking baller dude, going to Virginia a to play quarterback. And then – I mean, I wish I was rider. He played both ways. But Virginia was going to give him the chance to play quarterback and then put on 30 pounds and oh. – and comes back and he's like, Yeah, I'll go play. I'll go back to the tech and play <laughs> linebacker. I can do it, I can still do it.
2: Yeah, like what, was, baller. what was he third string at Virginia?
1: Yeah, something like that.
2: Yeah, tech
1: so, was tech was in on him like coming out of high school, but they want him, you know, play linebacker and he wanted to stick with quarterback for that time. So it's nice for him to come back and
2: yeah, try he, it out. He's a hundred, he's a hundred percent linebacker. You look at him, man, you're like, There's no way you, you just play, you're just <laughs> in a quarterback room and he plays so hard and he's me and he's just West Texas man all the way around. And he's making a name he, and he's going to be in the rotation. And you're going to hear his name a lot for sure. For sure.
0: I think that's definitely one of the cool things about this team. If you've just kind of been listening to things is that there's so many dudes that just play hard, right? That's the brand. Yeah. We're going to be the toughest working team. And You know, Wells had some similar things to that, but it always kind of felt like bullshit because you immediately like went out and saw them on Saturday and and you could see the team kind of lay down. But, you know, everything that you've heard is everybody is competing week in, week out. And you have dudes who like aren't supposed to be on your radar that are making plays in practice and are earning starting positions. and so. I think, like, that's really cool. Dimitri Moore stood out to me. I remember seeing him at the spring game and being like, who the hell is that dude? Cause yeah, who's
2: 11 out team. there?
0: Yeah, I was like, that guy, that's – and so that's that's pretty impressive. Um, and so just kind of to wrap up here, Keenan, what are your just expectations for this linebacking group this season? Uh, and, and where do you value them on, on, like, this defensive success?
2: Man, I think they're a very underrated group just uh, some of the names, you know, Jacob Rodriguez isn't a a guy that people are worried about, but then, you know, game day, all you're going to see is a bunch of, uh, was he number 12 13 flying around? He's number 13. You're going to see a lot of it. And that's just kind of that whole mentality of the group. You know, the leader of that group, Mayweather is, is slept on as well. Very underrated, but uh, he's definitely the leader of that group. And you can tell like he's the best. He works hard. He leads. And, I mean, the the younger guys have no other option but to follow. So, I think very underrated group. uh, We're going to need a lot out of them. Uh, The leading tackler is going to be out of that group. So, they got to be ready. But I think we have a a good five or six guys that we can rotate, and we haven't been able to say that, you know, in the past. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it seems like you got several guys in there who you would look up and wouldn't be surprised to see them leading the team in tackles this particular week. Uh, Dustin, any uh, parting thoughts on the linebacking crew here?
1: Yeah, I mean, can I agree with you? They're they're very slept on, but there's a lot of talent there. That, yeah. I mean, with Meriwether, but and all these other guys we brought in, but I think that's just why there's question marks. It's just they're, they're just a little more unknown than mm-hmm. a lot of the guys. Like our D-back and D-line group have, you know, three, four, <laughs> five guys that have been there for a while. Like we know these guys very well. So that's just – I think that's the thing is they're the most unknown group. And I think they're going to surprise some people.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, so let's get into it. The secondary. This is uh, yeah. Keenan. You know the Keenan's familiar with this position, this this group. Uh, this is the most experienced group on the defense heading back. So I'm just going to kind of run through all of the guys that returning. Hopefully, I don't leave any names out. If I do, uh, Keenan, shout them out. But no, like no. the guys that that we have been familiar with here at Tech, you got Rashad Williams returning uh, uh-huh. after. Solid season last year. So, uh, as we go through this, let's just kind of touch on these guys because I think like each one of these guys individually is very exciting. So, uh, Keenan Rayshad Williams, what are your thoughts on him after like he had a pretty, I think, kind of slept on season last year? Yeah, he he did. Really hear his name a lot, and at the cornerback, that's fantastic. So, uh, what are your thoughts on Rayshad?
2: Dude, just super athletic, long, physical. And like, if you wanted to draw, you know, a corner. Like a press corner, I mean, you couldn't draw it any better. And yep. he's got he's got range. He can cover man. He can play the zone. He'll come down and tackle. He does he does a lot of things that you look and like. Man, he could definitely be playing on Sundays.
0: Dustin, your thoughts on Rashad? Man, Um I remember having RC on last year, and RC was a big Rashad Williams guy.
2: And, <laughs> yeah, he is. He is.
0: And, uh, <laughs> And then you know, I thought he went on to have a pretty solid season. He didn't get the interceptions. I think that a lot of us were thinking that he might get, but um, interceptions but, doesn't I mean, prove what you're you're worth. I
2: think. Yeah, no doubt.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was one of the most reliable dudes out
1: there. I mean, I know he had a couple guys get injured, but like he was super reliable. Played all every game mm-hmm. out there, and was second on the team in in pass breakups with ten of them. And so like yeah, yeah. he's saying with his with his length and size, like you love to see that out there and playing every game as a junior and now he's gonna come back, like just add to that experience. Yeah. And yeah. just like we talked about that D line group, like it's it's great to have a dude, you know, it's coming back and all right, we know what he's gonna do already.
2: <laughs> yeah, and he and he you can tell man, that junior to senior year off season is is massive. You know, especially Sweet. you're playing in twelve games last year, man, like you're super confident. Uh, you know, you can do it. You've put good film yeah. out there and it's just all about yeah. building in the spring and fall. And he's done that. And there's just no reason to think like he's not, he's not due for a big season because he's put in the work and you can tell. So, um,
0: so I was trying to figure out cause they're all listed at defensive back who <laughs> is expected right now to be like that second cornerback on the other side. Do you know? Well,
2: yeah. So Adrian Fry, you know, Adrian, our, our, okay. our five-year guy, he's, yeah, he's the leader of that that D back group. I mean, he's a he is yeah. a veteran. He is yep. a veteran, and, and he leads that group. And like I said, like if Fry had to come out and Malik Dunlap comes in, like we're good. Like we're great. Malik Dunlap is 6'4", 230 pounds. Yeah, like yeah. we're we're good.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude,
2: it's, he's massive. But yeah, Fry is definitely uh, listed as that as that. Um, okay. I guess the one corner, and then you have Shot at the two. But that it's going to be interchangeable for sure.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, Fry's been a starting corner for, what, What, four years? Yeah, five years. three years, four years, I don't (laughs) even know anymore. He he might not have, like, crazy good numbers, but he's been pretty solid and reliable.
2: I think he came – yeah, Fry came in the year after I graduated. Yeah, he had that
0: long, like, fumble return against Texas where he, like, ripped it out of the running back's hand and then ran it all the way back, and he's still playing for us.
2: Yeah, he's still um, playing. He did a
0: little punt returning last year for you. After you, you kind of struggled that punt returning, he kind of calmed that down.
2: Yeah, he's still our punt returner. Yeah. As for for right now, he's still listed as our one punt returner. Uh,
0: another now. guy that we got to see, yeah, 2017 God. freshman. It's, it's like so crazy, especially <laughs> crazy. with like COVID now. That's six oh, years,
2: bro. Six years.
0: A super senior. <laughs>
2: But excited
0: to have him back, though, because it's like another (laughs) consistent experience and uh, another guy coming back, Reggie Pearson. So the transfer from Wisconsin, we got to see him last year and he had some pretty big moments, although his uh, season was kind of injury riddled last year. Uh, If you remember in the Mississippi State bowl game, though, he destroyed, (laughs) absolutely destroyed that Mississippi State running back uh, in one of the dirtiest hits i've seen in a long time uh so excited to have you know hopefully a healthy season from him because he looks like he can be a dude back there uh-huh. what do you think about reggie pearson man
2: dude reggie reminds me a lot of myself yeah i love watching two play man he's just electric and it's cool because they play a lot of cover three so he doesn't really have to worry about the post so he's like right. literally just like a like a buzz safety man and he's just he's got great instinct yeah. and he once he he sees run he's on it but he's also got good ball skills. He wants to get picks and just an athlete. Yeah. And he's, he's due for a big year. Uh, obviously um, got to stay healthy. That's everybody, but that's, that's the biggest thing. Health, health is wealth, but he's had, a, he's put on some, he, he looks a lot, you know, he's not a big guy, but he, he looks fit. He looks stronger. Um, but he can stay healthy. He'll have, you'll have a big season too.
0: Yeah. I'm really excited about Reggie Dustin. Your thoughts yeah. on, on Reggie Pearson. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of known, known for, that hard
1: hitting, yeah. like, is, is, could we see him more as, like, a hybrid and linebacker type dude rather than just in the secondary with this kind of versatile defense? It's a
2: good thing that I'm saying no because we have, like I said, Kosai who could play safety if he had to. Yeah. And then we have, you know, Marquise Waters who we'll talk about, I'm sure, here pretty yeah. quick, Who's yeah. who's a linebacker playing the nickel, the safety position. So, I mean, no, uh, yeah. Pearson's right where he needs to be in that that strong that strong safety. Paul Amalu's just buzz area. Cause they play a lot of cover three, so it, it's good for him. He's in a good spot for sure.
0: Yeah, expecting cool. yeah, it's good Expecting know. big things from him. Yeah, let's get into him. Yeah. Muddy Waters. He, he was really impressive at the start of last season and unfortunately got hurt yeah. the rest of the season. But he's back. He's looking healthy. He, he, yeah, he's so he's big. A monster,
2: dude. He's, so he's big. built like a yeah. He's built like a freaking uh, what do they call him? He's built like Micah Allway. You remember Allway?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's listed at six one two fifteen. Yeah,
2: he's all of it. He's all of it for sure.
0: Yeah. So what are you what are you expecting from him after you know a season that was cut short and one that he you know started off well? He had that pick six in the Florida International game that was yeah. you know great read. So what like what are you expecting from him this year?
2: Yeah. So, okay. The p- position they call it is a star position. So it's just like a hybrid. Yeah. Right. And that three three five, it's more, up. yeah, more like a, a a strong, a strong nickel. He's not really doesn't have to worry about covering. He'll be doing a lot of flats. So he's definitely going to be tearing some heads apart in that yeah. flat, you know, yeah. catching some running backs on, on some hooks and some flare outs. But yeah, he's been like the vocal leader, him and him and rabbit, but he's very emotional, very passionate. And he brings that energy. I think he's, you know, if not the leader, one of the leaders in that secondary, even though he's not on the back end anymore.
0: Right, Dustin. Your thoughts on Muddy Waters? Honestly, the best nickname on the whole team, too. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. But
1: yeah, a lot of hype for him because of what you mentioned. Like good, good opening to that first half of last year, yeah. and then and we lose him for the rest of the year. But it's nice to hear Keenan say we're kind of going to utilize him in that nickel and almost inside mm-hmm. corner spot, whatever you want to call it. He can match up with bigger dudes at tight end, but he can go cover running backs or he, and won't get burned by small dudes inside either yeah. because he's, you know, we, he, we know he has those ball skills. and can tackle and has the size. So it's good to have a dude like that. But I guess it's also nice that we have guys like Adrian Fry yeah. and John Williams on the outsides. We can put him in that middle to really yeah. excel.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. All these guys, can they can rotate, but, like, the thing with Muddy, like we know like he doesn't he's not at the best cover guy. So why put him in the, that position? Right. Let him let him be a flat. Let's play cover three. Let him let him roll the flat. Let him track the ball from there. A lot of balls go out to the flat in the Big Twelve. Quick too. And he can he can get there, but he, he can also come downhill, fill in a B gap, or keep contained. Like he he's he's got the size, he's got the speed. So let's get him close to the ball, but also far enough to make plays on the ball. So I mean he's right where he needs to be as well. Yeah.
0: And Let's get into my favorite defensive back, Rabbit Baby. Rabbit, man, uh, I loved watching him last year. You can just see the man. you could see the potential growing in this dude. His ability to read defenses to make plays mm-hmm. out of nowhere. I mean, there'd be times where it looked like he was beat, and then all of a sudden he's there, knocking the ball away. Uh, what yeah. do you think about you know Rabbit and h- him returning this season? And it looks like he's been a leader of this group. He was at Big Twelve media days. Always look to those Big 12 media days at who's been yeah. there because that's somebody these coaches really trust and put a lot in. Uh, but he's sure. one of those dudes who's really bought into this program. Uh, I expect a big season from him. Uh, what do you think about Rabbit and what he brings to this team this year?
2: Yeah, the sky's the limit for Rabbit. I mean, he's had a really good offseason, like I said, that junior to senior year. You just, you know, after having the season you did junior year, you just yeah. think differently. And he's taking control of that defense – you go to any practice, you're gonna hear twenty five yelling, like yeah. you get the same you get the same twenty five every day. And I, I always tell him that when I see him, like never change. And and he you can tell, like he, he's got it figured out. He knows the defense. Hats off, like people just think that's like easy, right? A new right. a new new terminology, new coach coming in, yeah. new D B coach wanting you to do different things as far as your breaks. Like he, he's completely bought in. You would have thought he played for Deruder for four years. Like he's leading everybody. Uh everybody looks back to him for and he calls, and he's he's doing a great job. He's he's definitely matured, and dude, yeah, sky's the limit for for Rabbit. He's in for a good year.
0: Dustin, your your thoughts on on Rabbit, right quick? Yeah, I mean this. I mean, I feel feel like the sky's the limit for
1: this yeah. team. I mean, bringing back the, the dude that had the most. I mean he he wasn't your best tackler, I guess. How's it? Obviously, Monroe. Yeah. He he had the most breakups with 12 and he had the most interceptions of four. I know that doesn't sound like huge numbers, but in this new Druder offense and what Joey McGuire wants to do, and you know, he wants two or three takeaways a game, mm-hmm. he's gonna let a dude like Rabbit, you know, go loose yeah. a little bit more and go get that ball. And you mentioned it earlier, like he wants them to go get that ball on third down. Mm-hmm. And so Sky's a limit for this dude, honestly. Yeah, he's got so, he's got great you know int- that he's- definitely.
2: He's got like that 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 honey badger trait. Like he's always around the ball. Uh, it's just something you can't even. I don't know. It just happens. You know, Jay Sean Johnson was like that too. It's just one of those things. Like these guys yeah. are around the ball, and he just has that. He has that gift, and definitely great ball skills. Very instinctive. Yeah. Just uh, he's a great free safety, and it. I mean, definitely somebody you want to have in the back end that has that type of range but who can also come down and make a tackle when he needs to
1: we need cool nicknames for everybody else like with rabbit i know and right Eddie and the other dudes need to get something like they yeah, can no doubt try old dude and
2: <laughs> <laughs> old hey yeah
0: super super senior <laughs>
2: yeah mm-hmm. uh
0: so some of the other guys well you know i had kosey eldridge here but he's kind of taken on a more of a linebacker role what about you know kobe minor malik dunlap you brought them up uh these are just kind of guys who have been mm-hmm. a part of texas tech they went i've got a little thing for freshmen and some yeah. of the transfers in but what what are you expecting from from these guys and you know what's already a pretty deep room
2: yeah i cannot i can only really speak on kobe minor because he's made some really good big plays in camp and he's another guy who brings that energy like every practice like it's hard man they one. Obviously, everybody's ready to be out there. But day 15, day 16, when you know you're not starting, I mean, that affects, that affects the second and third string. But he's been consistent. He's definitely – you're going to see him out there, and I'm sure when he's out there he'll be, he'll be making plays. Uh, very disciplined corner. Uh, isn't scared to tackle. Uh, great ball skills. Probably out of the all the corners, probably the best ball skills. But, you know, the guys in front of them are just – they're different breeds.
0: It's like crazy how so you talk about all these guys – you know, we've talked about Shot, Reggie, Adrian, Muddy, Rabbit, and then you throw yeah. in, like, Kobe Miner. And then you got two transfers, Tyler Owens, who comes in. He had three years at UT yeah. he comes in. And then you got Keon Blake, and Baker, who comes in having four yeah. years yeah. at Wyoming. So what do you expect to see from these yeah. transfers? Is it kind of like just the same competing every day kind of stuff that we've been saying?
2: Yeah, I think you're going to see them making plays on special teams. I think you're going to see them plugging and playing. When we're playing Baylor and we've, you know, it's a shootout and we've gone 80 plays, the ones that have gone 80 plays and they're gassed, you're going to see these guys who have played at this level come in and handle it, you know. And that's, man, that's not to be said lightly because you don't find that anywhere. That's something I never had. But, man, that's something that um, you'll see, like, these guys, Kobe Miner, uh, Owens, like they're going to be very valuable to this team because we all know the truth. Like no one's no one's going to be healthy all year. That's just right. part of it. So these names are going to be become a lot more sticky. You know, come seven week seven, eight, nine, no doubt.
0: Dustin, you have any thoughts on some of these guys that we mentioned here out of the transfers, and then Kobe Miner and Malik Dunlap? I think the other like,
1: Tyler Owens kind of sticks out to me. You know, being in Texas for three seasons, yeah, yeah, just having another Big Twelve safety coming over like he knows these other nine teams yeah, or guess, yeah even nine teams even with Texas I guess that yeah. you're going to be playing so They're it's not all unfamiliar territory for him but my question was kind of and you might mention one of these guys we haven't yet if one of these five or six experienced dudes goes down who's maybe that next dude Keenan that pops up and we're like damn all right <laughs> like who's Who's that guy that I
2: jumped out at? There's a few. Definitely Kobe Minor. I think Kobe Minor, you know, different situation, different, different team, probably a starter. You know, so I think he's ready to go. Um, I can't remember his name. He's a safety. He's number 31. He's been he goes with the twos. He's ready to play. You know, it just happens that he has two seniors ahead of him <laughs> that are really yeah. good. But it, it's a it's a good spot to be in as a fan, as a coach. Having these guys that, you know, Pearson happens to go, or yeah, Rabbit or Pearson are in the post three times in a row because Baylor's still in fades. Like, it's good to have somebody you can plug and play and not have to worry about changing your call. She's doing the same right. thing. So, it's hard to say any of these guys I feel comfortable with. Uh, the deepest, the deep, deepest secondary we've ever had. So, I'm ready to just see the rotations, and that excites me. A lot of guys, a lot of That's playing it. time. That's great
0: because we talked about all these guys, and there's are still freshmen in this. haven't
2: got exactly the freshmen
0: yet. <laughs> and like the the two big recruit, two of the bigger recruits that you got this season were four star sh- guys, yeah. Marion Horn and Landon Hullaby, who are yeah. like four star DBs. Yeah. So, are you expecting anything from them this season? Because uh, I think Marion Horn was your your biggest. He was, recruit that he was our to guy.
2: Sure. Yeah. See, Holoby hasn't been practicing, so maybe it's a. I don't. I don't think it's a red shirt deal. I think he just maybe nurturing an injury. Which at this point, why, why, why rush him? We don't need to. Yeah, we don't, don't need him. That red shirt year hits different. Yeah, he'll go from 190 to 210 and get faster and stronger. Like, yeah. why not take that route? So, and I think yeah. Horn's actually nurturing an injury too. Like, we're good. Like. We're yeah. so good. It's a good spot to be in. Like I there were times when I probably shouldn't have been playing where I just didn't have a choice. Right. You know? And you have a
0: cast on it's a
2: few yeah. times. Well yeah, I was told not to play my last six games, but I was like, well, we're gonna put a cast on it. But I had ten screws in my arm and I was like, just we gotta pad this thing up, I gotta go. And that was that was <laughs> really crazy. like I wanted to do it, but my like my coaches are like, hey, we kinda need you to do it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I want
1: to mention some on these young guys. Like yeah. In years past, like we just mentioned like how great the depth is. Like In years past, if we would have got a big-time four-star like horn, Tech fans would be beating the door down to have him play and start and be out there as much as possible. Yep. So it's nice that he's, what, second, third string, whatever you want to call it, like eighth on the depth chart, six wherever you want to slot these guys. But it's nice that we don't have to put them in. Yeah. And a guy like – Hobby can can take care of his injury and get fully healthy before like forcing it out there. Yeah, like it's nice to have that. Then you don't have to force dudes out there, play them too early or too hurt. And
2: so yeah, well, we just got we have. just got to hope and pray. Like now with nil and the portal, we got to hope these guys stick around because it's a lot easier to leave than it was yeah. when I was playing, and it's not found upon like it was when I was playing either. So yeah. we got to just hope, you know. Which I know McGuire and Stafford doing a good job of it, of being about a culture and a family and sticking together but well, you know
1: the other good thing about that though like we just mentioned all those <laughs> the guys
2: we got from the portal <laughs>
1: guys that are super seniors they're they're leaving after this year like you can sell these guys oh, yeah. like hey you're starting next yeah. year for sure yeah what do we have <laughs> so,
2: One, two. we have 16 senor- 16 years
1: six, yeah so like well, there's the room <laughs> like, you might be sitting this year you might spot play yeah. but that'll give you a lot of time you can grow you can learn next year it's all you little.
2: Yeah. You know. we're, yeah. We're not having any problems recruiting DBs at high school or even the portal. Cause no, we're, no. we have yeah. never had 16 ers in the backfield so ever.
0: Now, now there are challenges to not let us go recruit transfer portal guys, right? Yeah. Like y'all be the guy, y'all be the guys who run back there and then we don't have to go get, you know, transfers from other schools. Yeah, um, But yeah, this is a, as exciting of a defensive group as we've had in a while. I think like when you think to the secondary, you know, you just haven't had like this kind of depth back there. So like just kind of now that we've kind of gone through guy by guy, (laughs) you know, Marcel Yates is our, our DB coach. Kind of what do you expect from him? What do you expect from this group this season? Like, like I kind of have a question here. How much of this season success correlates with this group being like really, really good.
2: Uh, I mean, I think it's, you know, just as, just as important as any group, but you know, we all know it starts up front, you know, it's right. kind of hard to dictate in the back or in the secondary. What if your job is post and you're having to go tackle a running back 25 yards downfield, There's really nothing you can do. But right. I mean, no, Yates is great. We got Jay Sean Johnson back, back there as a GA. Yeah. He brings that energy. He, he's done it firsthand. So I, I love that. I bet, he's
0: a, I bet he's a fun coach to play. With.
2: Oh man, for sure. He's a, he's, bro, he's a, he he's a, yeah. can't
0: get targeting on the sideline at g can
2: <laughs> no, he? No, exactly, right? Exactly.
0: Just check. Exactly. Nobody ever got more <laughs> bullshit targeting calls than Jay Sean. Oh, God. dude. Nobody. This is how To this day.
2: Yeah. Wow. Like yeah, Oklahoma past, State. this
0: guy in the helmet, it's targeting. where our,
1: our hatred of the replay system comes oh, from. Oh, man. <laughs> that that,
0: that all is all this. is.
2: had some bad ones, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry, I just like got reheated. Just thinking yeah. about it. Like, I remember, I think it was like Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, State he, like, yeah. tackles this guy with his fucking his What's, face yeah. mask touches him, and he was ejected for targeting. I'm like, what?
2: Yeah, no, <sighs> yeah, I remember that one. But no, I mean, I think if you know stuff gets out of hand, I think you know the team's going to look to that that secondary group to see how we respond because yeah. we got so many leaders back there. So I think that's where most of the weight's going to come from. Um, yeah i mean balls in the air make plays make tackles Uh, it's pretty simple back there but as far as leadership i I think that's going to be the biggest biggest thing we got the the secondary has so many guys with the with big voices i think it's going to be important when when you know we get down 14-0 or whatever that they're they're the group leading
0: yeah i think definitely for me it's just there's so many guys here that like you can trust and rely on and have been here and, and fought for you and like you said like a lot of the voices on this defense come from back here. So uh, Dustin, I'll kick it over to yeah. you uh, your kind of expectations and, and for this group this season.
1: Yeah, there, I think they should be big expectations. <clears throat> one going off of last year being one of the worst past defenses, whether that be all, all your fault or not, um, you know, those numbers are still there. And so, having all these guys back and starting healthy and that experience, they'll, they remember that they know those numbers. They get told that stuff and they, they use that. And, and then like I mentioned to Keenan earlier, like Joey McGuire bringing over that take three mentality from Baylor that they like to do and be an aggressive, getting turnovers. I mean, Baylor led the big 12 in turnovers last year by a wide margin Mm -hmm. and led interceptions by a lot more than everybody else too because of that kind of mentality. And I think that mentality and coaching mixed with this experience is a great combination. And, and the expectation should be high to disrupt passes and take the ball away.
0: Yeah. So Keenan, you're,
2: I've got a hot take. Yeah. Go ahead. We'll have, we'll have the most guys with PBUs in the big 12. Not saying we'll have the leading PBU guy, but like a whole secondary. We'll have the most.
0: I like that. I think, yeah. I mean, you look at the guys we're bringing back i think that's a that's a fair thing to assess and and that's something that you really hope for um i was just going to man i had a question and then it just like left my mind oh my,
2: my bad it was a hot take my bad no
0: you're you're good you're good um it's just kind of oh it was on the take 3 thing like what what do you think the the take 3 mentality has done for this defense what have you seen kind of from that and and do you expect those turnovers to go up this year kind of because of that and i guess that goes in yeah breakups like past breakups are as, almost yeah. as good as an interception sometimes you
2: know like, oh for sure sometimes they're, sometimes they're better yeah that's how you know you have a smart db a guy who'll bat a ball down on third and 18
0: believe that shit man. no
2: but yeah i think i think it's important i mean i think all dcs come in with the mentality of taking the, the ball away but then you go back like i go and watch practice and you see the coaches like actually emphasizing like you see the ga's literally like running to the ball beating the guys on the field to the ball making it urgent and that's that's just something like all right we're not just preaching like we're not just saying it like we're not going to sign up saying like take three like this is how we live this is how every day we wake up with this mentality not just you on the field but like everybody this whole family like it's urgent we gotta get the ball out and i think we'll see more turnover just by seeing the work that they put in this fall camp and in the spring like it's it's definitely a different vibe, and when they when they say take three, they definitely mean it.
0: Yeah, that that's encouraging to hear because it it has has felt like we've been preached on turnovers for a while, yeah. and and you know you really haven't seen those numbers change a whole lot, and so like you yeah. know how much that affects a game is getting you know a couple turnovers a game just completely changes it, gives your offense more possessions, um, and so I. You know, I, I love to hear that they're living by that, and it's not just something that they yeah. say and take lightly. That it's something that they're trying to enforce. So, a uh, group group that you're correlating the most success with this season, if, like, Texas Tech wins eight games or something, you're saying it's in the trenches from kind of what we talked about. You're thinking that defensive line is, is the main reason?
2: Oh, absolutely, 100%. I mean, that's where it starts. It starts up front. Um, they're the dictators. Uh, good pushes lead to to bad balls. They lead to right. to floaters. They lead to just more opportunities for everybody. Uh, I hate to put so much pressure on a group, but it's always been that way. It's that, always been that right? way.
0: That's why
2: they Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Same with the O-line. Uh, we operate as they operate. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the success lies on, on them. But uh, other than that, like, our running backs and our secondary, I mean, that's the backbone.
0: that's that's
2: that's gonna be the difference between you know two or three like game deciding wins those two groups right there
0: i think there's a lot of similarities between those you know while there's more defensive backs in that room but sure you know your top two running backs being sir roderick and and todd like like that that that's huge for that room so uh yeah i think that's that's a good comp Dustin, uh i'm guessing is defensive line for you as well because we we all know that you got to get it done yeah for sure
1: I've mentioned gotcha. it like getting pressure on the quarterback causes you know fumbles pressure you know they start keeping a tight end or a running back in that helps everybody else out on the back end and should okay. help your run defense yeah. like it helps everybody like it all starts up front and hopefully we have better dudes like we have guys on the back end that can hold up enough but we know from many many years pass we can go 20 years back and say man, so that doesn't always cut it in the big 12 anymore you know
2: so. I've, I've seen it yeah. i've seen it firsthand so
1: we don't want all those oh, dudes like so back in getting <laughs> burned left and right just because their quarterbacks are having yeah. all day but,
2: no but that's the thing man DeRuger, uh, he, he's creative he's going to get pressure whether that's from you know uh, muddy on the outside from the nickel or if that's from Kosai. Uh, you know, our, 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 strong linebacker, our weak side linebacker, he's very multiple and he's just, and he's, he's almost just like a wizard back there. He finds ways to free people up and that's just going to supplement our defensive line that we know isn't the strongest or the most deep, but you, would you, you're not going to notice it. Cause we're going to get pressure elsewhere.
0: Yeah. And that, that's the thing. There's a lot of really intriguing guys that you've kind of mentioned mm-hmm. that can be so versatile mm-hmm. on this defense that you can see probably all over the field, making their impact by getting pressure on the quarterback, by playing coverage. So that, that's something I feel like we, we've been missing for a while, but uh, yeah, I'm with you guys. Like it's up front. If you can make a quarterback uncomfortable early in the game, like that Absolutely. changes the entire game uh, and, and have him nervous. Like you think about that Houston game, like he got nervous. He threw four <laughs> picks should. in that game. Yeah. and that, We looked like a damn good team after <laughs> that game. Um, of course, you know, injuries and stuff like that changed it, but Keenan, you know, we've, we've talked about every group here. We've gone through it. This has been a thorough defensive no breakdown. So now I will, you know, throw it over to you. Any parting thoughts you want to shout out on this defense? Any bold predict- predictions besides what no. you already gave us on this defense? Like, like Last last thoughts you want to get out here? Uh, yeah. I think
2: good. obviously this has been like the most hype off season that tech footballs ever had. And like, since I can remember, uh,
0: yeah, so, real quick, kind of, no, I'm sorry crazy. to interrupt, but, like, you know, you were here for, for those Yeah, the first Cliffs year at
2: Cliffs was, like, pretty cool, too, like, yeah. oh, like, the Kings coming back yeah. home, like, that, that was that was a fun year, too, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was going to, like, say, what, what would you co- compare this to that?
2: I mean, it's pretty, How would you it's compare pretty close. I don't really know, because I was playing, so I wasn't, and Twitter wasn't yeah. as crazy in 2013. Yeah. <laughs> it feels a lot more electric now just because Maguire's all over twitter cliff obviously didn't wasn't on twitter at all. Right, yeah. you know he didn't have to be but it's just it's different right, times yeah, but it definitely yeah. feels the most electric I, i've seen it no you're
0: sorry to interrupt I was no, just you're good your but yeah yeah you're your, any bold predictions final yeah thoughts? i think
2: i was just <laughs> t- i would tell red red nation like let's be realistic right like this is still a first-year coach first-year yeah. defense Kitley's first here, like, we've got a lot of new guys. we got a lot of returners, but it's still a very young team where it matters. Let's uh, be realistic, but I, I mean, I'm very optimistic about this team. Uh, I am drinking the Kool-Aid, no doubt. And I could see us going anywhere from eight and four with the bowl win, uh, but realistically, you know, even five or six wins, I mean, we're, we're that's still a good year, depending on how those, those losses look, but... You know five six wins but i'm going with eight and four with the bowl win so nine and four
0: i like that i like that i think yeah it, it's a lot of yeah. being realistic and you know and and we, we all want to drink the kool-aid like i'm so in on joey mcguire and everything that i've heard about this staff like just talking today i'm i'm, I'm so amped up um but yeah being realistic for yeah. a first-year coach first-year coordinator you know we got this from the last time we talked to you is like stability yeah. is key and you know, you're introducing a whole new things to this team so uh let's be realistic but you know let's let's take this the W's where we can get them do we have coaches that make the right calls to get us in winning situations I think that's an obvious upgrade because we had a coach who made some questionable decisions over the last few years yeah. put us in bad situations so yeah um so just having some guys who are gonna try to like it sounds like you're all in on them putting players into ha- reach their full Mm -hmm. potential and that's just really encouraging to hear Dustin you have anything for this defense that you want to shout out here any bold predictions that you might have Um, I'll say this Keenan's
1: made me feel better about this defense and all these guys um whether it just be his knowledge and firsthand being there that that makes me feel a lot better um and, and you know I think kind of to piggyback on Keenan's bull take but I'll go ahead and go with we'll lead the Big 12 in turnovers next year.
2: Love that. I'll go out and say Tyree's going to lead the Big 12 in sacks. All right,
0: let's do it.
1: That's – I definitely think that is, one, is something.
0: Yeah, let's go. I'll gotta go say Tyree Wilson finds himself as a top ten pick in the NFL draft. Um, we didn't have a single defensive player on the first team, all Big 12. I'll say we have two, um, I think. Tyree finds himself yeah. as a first team, one
2: of the guys, guys from secondary.
0: <laughs> Rabbit, I think. Th- I think, yeah. I mean, you could pick or choose any single one of those guys that yeah. we talked about. It wouldn't shock me, but I love Rabbit, and I'm go, I'll go Rabbit as like another guy who makes first team. Um, and so I got two first teamers from us. Uh, any, any other things y'all are thinking? I like those. I like those because I mean, if those happen, we're in good shape. That means we're probably along the lines of that. Yes. Game. Season, you
2: know it's a great take i'm all i'm all in on that all in
0: cool dustin any final any final defensive thoughts no here? man You made me feel a lot better about about this as you
2: should be i mean I, i've been around i've been around a lot this fall yeah. both scrimmages a lot of practices man i just got it's like it's yeah. it's the coaches like the coaches just bring this energy man and as a player it's just unmatched it's got yeah. the high school feel to it you know like you're playing for something more than just a starting spot or big 12 or it's like dude this is like family and I'll try to get a clip, an insider clip for you guys to see just that energy. For sure, it's crazy. I, I make sure that's a yeah, we're, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll make sure it's approved. Yeah, make
0: sure. <laughs> but man, well, we always appreciate you taking the time out to join us. This was uh, a great defensive breakdown from a guy who knows defense and a guy who's been around watching these practices. And so we yeah. appreciate you hopping on the tailgate talking some defense with us for a little over an hour and uh we can't wait to see this team week one we are just a little over a week away um it's crazy that we're getting so close to it yeah uh, anything you want to shout out here like you know shout out where people can find you uh on social media your realtor business Mm -hmm. and and everything like that here's your chance to kind of do
2: that yeah i appreciate that so yeah i'm full-time realtor guys helping people every day, Lubbock locals first and then, you know, my out of stateers. But seriously, you can find me on Instagram, Kenan Ward underscore realtor. Uh, I post a lot of content there on Instagram, uh, Facebook as well, just Kenan Ward. Uh, but yeah. If you know anyone looking to buy or sell, have them reach out to me. Um, Lubbock to the core. Love helping my people of Lubbock, giving back any way I can. Uh, but yeah, um, reach out to me. I'd love to help.
0: All right, man. Well, once again, Thanks for joining us, talking some defense with us. We can't wait for this season, and we can't wait to hopefully talk to you down the road about some successful uh, defense and stuff like that this season, man. No doubt. Appreciate it.
2: Thank you all, man. Y'all have a good night. Thanks,
0: dude. All right. We really enjoyed that interview with Keenan. Always love talking to our guy. Um, I'm sure there'll be many more collabs with him in the future as he is you know, a part of Guns Up Nation with us. Uh, but we got some final shots to give out this week. Dustin, let's kick it over to you, man. Yes, I
1: have a fun football-related one. It is former Texas Tech football player Houston Miller oh, getting an yeah. opportunity to make it in the WWE as a professional wrestler now. I remember him from I don't know, a handful of years ago here, played D-line, and I knew him from the roof as a bar back yeah. guy, and door guy. it's kind of a fun dude to hang out there, with but... up there is where I got to know him. So shout out to him. He's getting the yes tryout. For WWE at the Dallas facility there. So that's a pretty cool opportunity, something new to do. Um, that'll be really fun to see how he does
0: there. Yeah, going to the NFL uh, didn't work out for him. So he's trying to Go find to another path. Yeah. Hey, wrestling, that's a hey, looks looks fun. So shout out to him. A um, couple red Raiders in the NFL. Unfortunately, some sad <sighs> news for our guy, Marcus Santos Silva. Uh, he was cut by the Browns yesterday, uh, so that's you know tough to hear, but you know we'll be still supporting him, whatever he decides to do. Hopefully, he keeps trying to grind, maybe make a practice squad. Yeah, and
1: some of these guys, guys that get out. get cut in the next week or so, like practice squads, are yeah. bigger yeah. since COVID, like in the last two years. So he has a he has an opportunity to either stay yeah. with the Browns um, or can come back to them, or maybe even somebody else picks him up, and gives him a chance. So it's not over for him yet.
0: Yeah, not over for him, but we'll be kind of keeping an eye and seeing what happens to him. Uh, on positive news, our guy Eric Azukama had himself a game <laughs> the other sure night. He sure did. Uh, I know it's just preseason, but he was putting up some numbers, had over 100 yards receiving. Don't have the exact stats on me because I just kind of came up with this final shot uh, uh, on the fly here. But uh, he did great as the highest-rated receiver on uh, – on uh, week two of P PFF football, or, yeah. So. yeah the pff i can't remember always what it's called there feels like there's so many different rankings now or stuff like that so uh you know easy just doing what we're super familiar with him doing what easy. he's uh, in his time at texas tech uh, in the pros and hopefully he's able to maintain those performances find himself you know and decent standing on that roster and and make a name for himself in his uh, rookie season Uh, So looking forward to continuing to see what he is able to do uh, in the NFL with the Miami Dolphins. So uh, Dustin, that'll do it for me. You got anything else to add to the tailgate this week?
1: I'm good. When we come back and talk next week, it'll be game week, man.
0: It'll be game week. There's college football this week. Uh, Texas Tech kicks off next week, so we are excited. It'll be episode number one, or not episode, but week number 100 for us Perfect. here. So looking forward to that. Maybe we'll have a surprise guest. Who knows? Uh, we'll figure that one out. Uh, but that is it for tailgate number 99. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that interview with Keenan and we hope to get those nominations uh, for tailgates from you guys. Make sure you're doing that. Send us uh, an email message us on social medias let us know where you're going to be tailgating and maybe we will come and crash that but make sure you are following us on apple on spotify rating us five stars five stars for the tailgate and reviewing us on apple if you listen to us there we appreciate all the rates and reviews also follow our social media account follow us on twitter at tailgate underscore talks we're also on instagram and facebook and lastly follow that YouTube channel where we're posting, you know, a couple videos every week for you guys so you can catch clips of the show, interviews and all that good stuff there. That is it for us this week. We will catch y'all at the next show game. Peace.